What is symbolism? Who were the artists who painted symbolist paintings? What was Paul Gauguin searching for when he travelled to Tahiti? And what is Edvard Munch telling us with his famous painting, The Scream? Continue watching the video to learn more about the late 19th century art movement called symbolism. If you'd like to see more art episodes, be sure to give us a like and tell us which topics you want to learn about next. Symbolism started showing its first signs in literature. Have you ever heard of the French author called Charles Baudelaire? His famous collection of poems published in 1857 called The Flowers of Evil is an important symbolist literary work that inspired many artists. However, symbolists didn't just stick to poetry. The movement spread to music, theatre and visual arts too. The term symbolism itself, coming from the word symbol, was popularised by the poet and essayist Jean Maurias. Maurias wrote the Symbolist Manifesto and published it in the French magazine Le Figaro in 1886. The Futurist Manifesto was also published in that same magazine in 1909. The name symbolism doesn't necessarily mean that you should always search for hidden signs in symbolist paintings. It rather means that these artists rejected realistic depictions of the world and by using metaphors showed more interest in the imaginary and spiritual. Symbolist works of art were meant to suggest subjective ideas and not just describe the real world. It's important to know that symbolism happened as a reaction to art movements like Impressionism, Naturalism and Realism. Symbolists wanted to reject naturalism and preferred idealism to realism. The movement became an international phenomenon, present in artworks made by French, Belgian, English, Austrian and Norwegian artists. Style-wise, symbolist artworks are very diverse. However, symbolists did share a tendency to lean towards mythological scenes, biblical imagery, fantastic themes, allegorical stories and dreamlike settings. They wanted to discover the mysteries of life, not through science, but through their own artistic expression. They were interested in the imaginary while searching for universal truths. Many symbolists used mythology to explore different subjects and feelings. For example, Gustave Moreau painted Orpheus, a famous character from Greek mythology. The artist showed a scene in which dead Orpheus's head lies on a lyre that represents his infinite musical talent. The girl, dressed in embroidered draperies, holding the lyre, stares at Orpheus's head in a melancholic way. In the background, we see a dreamlike landscape. In this artwork, we see the mysterious and fantastical themes symbolists liked to represent while exploring dark topics like death. More of Moreau's interest in mythology is visible in paintings like Orpheus and Sphinx, Galatea and Salome dancing before Herod, who was frequently depicted by symbolists trying to represent the idea of a femme fatale. Symbolists looked for inspiration in literary works too we can look at Auguste Rodin's Gates of Hell as a symbolist work of art. The French sculptor found inspiration in Dante's famous work, The Divine Comedy. With a large number of human figures coming out of Rodin's door, we can sense the misery, the frustration and the pain of the characters mentioned in Dante's work. Rodin truly created a fascinating visual expression of Dante's written piece. Symbolists were also interested in exploring mysticism, spirituality and dreams. They didn't care to depict the objective and the real in their artworks. They wanted to show anxiety, sin, love, 
death and the unknown. Some were, however, more pessimistic and some more optimistic in their views towards the world. Edvard Munch was a Norwegian artist who spent his life going through much emotional suffering. His works often show human helplessness, fear, darkness and feelings of melancholy and despair. His most famous artwork, The Scream, can be read as both an expressionist and a symbolist piece. The painting became a symbol of troubling mental states like anxiety and fear. The intense orange and blue colours and Munch's strong brushstrokes helped the viewer understand the internal anxiousness of the main screaming figure. The internal struggle was a theme explored by many symbolists. Belgian artist Fernand Knopf's painting I Lock My Door Upon Myself takes its title from a poem called Who Shall Deliver Me, written by Christina Rossetti. Like Munch, Knopf too depicted a scene of inner turmoil, but in a different way. Knopf, like a number of other symbolists, was inspired by the art of the Pre-Raphaelites. The Pre-Raphaelite Brotherhood consisted of a group of artists in Victorian Britain who were fascinated by medieval times, literature and themes like love, death, beauty and nature. And Christina Rossetti herself was associated with this movement. Objects we see in this painting, like the drying lilies or the head of Hypnos, the god of sleep, are all there for us to interpret and analyse while we search for meaning. Symbolists often wanted to escape reality and shelter in their own world. This is probably most obvious when looking at the life and work of the French artist Paul Gauguin. Gauguin left France in 1891 so that he could go to a faraway place, Tahiti. There, Gauguin searched for his own idealised and fictional version of utopia. He also painted many of his masterpieces while living here, one of which is a painting called Where Do We Come From? What are we? Where are we going? Gauguin clearly asks all of the mystical questions that troubled many symbolists. This large painting shows a number of human figures, animals and plants, painted in intense blue, purple and yellow shades. You can even spot Tahiti's volcanic mountains in the background. And if we look at the painting from right to left, we can notice that the three questions of the title are all represented. We see the baby on the right. Where do we come from? a standing figure in the centre, what are we? And a crouching old lady on the left, where are we going? By using this philosophical title, Gauguin might have wanted us to search for answers in the symbols of the painting, or raise these mysterious questions ourselves. You might be wondering, were there any women artists connected to symbolism? Meet Evelyn de Morgan a London-born artist whose works also show mythological scenes set in dreamlike scenery that some symbolists loved to paint. In her work, Ariadne at Naxos, Ariadne is shown alone at the island, left by her lover Theseus. While artists often showed Theseus sailing away and leaving, de Morgan positioned Ariadne as the central character in her painting. Evelyn de Morgan also painted other mythological figures such as Cassandra and Helen of Troy. Another one of her symbolist pieces called Daughters of the Mist shows four female figures dressed in beautiful drapery surrounded by clouds and rainbows. The inspiration for the painting might have come from Hans Christian Andersen's fairy tale The Little Mermaid, which again shows the symbolist tendency to lean towards the fantastical and imaginary. De Morgan's artworks bridged the gap between the meditative powers the symbolists believed their art had and the more decadent aesthetic movement, which believed art should exist simply to be beautiful.
Both movements value the painterly qualities of artwork, such as composition and colour, above narrative, and that can clearly be seen in de Morgan's late works, such as Twilight. Symbolists wanted art to express inner feelings and ideas. They wanted to search for the real universal truth and show that through their art. While many symbolist works differ in style, they have certainly influenced modern art movements like Surrealism or Expressionism. Symbolists, like many artists before and after them, were interested in the mystical and the unknown. They wanted to discover the hidden philosophical meanings of life, and for that, they used one of the best tools that humans thought of, art. So, what do you think about symbolism and its artists? Which artwork did you enjoy the most? Share your opinion in the comments, and don't forget to subscribe to our channel. Share your opinion in the comments, and remember to subscribe to our channel. And remember to subscribe to our channel. Also find us on Instagram for your daily dose of culture from Curious Muse. If you enjoy our content and would like to support us, please consider donating to us. Our project is self-funded, and to continue running it, we need your help. All donations will go 100% towards creating more great stories for you.